Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one-on-one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So if you're interested in finding more about that, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interests, or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, this is Clara Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all about the concert day or recital day checklist. Now, we have been sharing a lot of content with you about how to plan, prepare, organize, have the most amazing recital or concert day ever. But sometimes I think that we don't think about, we think about so much about the lead up that we don't actually think about what we need to do on the day to ensure that it is running super, super smoothly. So today's episode is going to be a quick bite-sized uh, episode all about the concert day checklist and what you we think you need to do to get the most out of your event. So if that's something that is important for you now, if not, if you're not in recital season, you can apply these uh, concepts to other events and then also get on the front foot in the lead up to whatever performance you have coming up. So let's jump straight into the show. Joining me today as always is the lovely Mariah. Hi. And we are talking all things concert day checklist. So Mariah, just very quickly, what is your favorite thing about concert day? Oh, celebration. I think that's so nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Don't need any more than that. So let's... (laughs) So let's talk about the concert day checklist. Again, months and months and months of hard work has come to this day. We have done costumes and planning and, you know, information for parents. We've, you know, sewed those sequins and fixed that strap and all of that. And it is now concert day. But aside from just actually running the day and making sure that the kids get on stage, there is a lot that goes into it as well. And I thought it would be really good to distill down into my concert day checklist for you guys. So the first thing um, I want to really highlight is the significance of proper planning and organization. Obviously you guys know that. Um, And once that's all done, the event should run really smoothly. But these are a couple of things that on the day I really think are helpful to be across. So before the event and in the morning of, if possible, reviewing and finalizing the schedule. So essentially also having like a running order today with times of where people are meant to be, where staff are meant to be, when you're meant to get there to set up, to pack up, to transition between events, depending on the structure of your day. For us, we have multiple um, performances on one day. So we even have to have a tighter schedule and ensure that people are out so we can clean and get the next group in. Um, So 
reviewing and sharing that with the team is really, really important. And that obviously can include uh, a running order of the day, as well as like, I know you might have a separate document that has like the performance order and the timing and the transitions between that. Um, and that can really ensure a smooth transition between performances and, and minimize downtime. Like, yeah. Roles of the day too, like roles of the people. Yeah, we, 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 Mariah's sort of jumping the gun a little, like settle down over there. We're, gotcha. we're getting, <laughs> it's in our notes. I should have seen it. No, that's totally <laughs> fine. So once you have that overall schedule, we have the running order. Everyone's aware of that. I think on that document, you'd probably have highlighted for specific people. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, then we would also move on to thinking about the venue and any technical considerations. So thinking about the key venue and technical aspects to consider on the day, such as sound, lighting, stage setup and props, whether, you know, all, all your props there and ready to go, or do you need to allow time to set that up? Those are massively important. And really, really think about conducting a thorough, um, you know, reviewing your technical rehearsal and addressing any issues that you had beforehand as well. But you might want to re like remind your lighting guy, like, hey, remember in routine three, we had this problem, just checking that's all good to go. So that's a really, really important one. Now, moving on to Mariah's point that she made before about is uh, staff and volunteer coordination. So that is hugely important. Depending on the size of your studio, it's literally not possible to run uh, a recital with just you. No. So the importance of having effective staff and volunteer coordination is just absolutely massive and be sure that you everyone is aware of their roles and responsibilities of each team member and also give them like tips and clear communication um, that will really assist with seamless collaboration. So, you know, you really want to be working as a unit and if everybody knows the vibe of the day, you know, who, who's responsible for what, where to direct people, it, it works so much more smoothly. Would you agree? Yes, I totally agree. And just going on your like next point, I feel like having a key contact person on the day for specifically roles and like volunteer people that maybe don't know where they're supposed to be mm -hmm. or going and make that person not you. Mm. Yes. You so, have so many other yeah. things to do. You do not need to worry about what someone's mum is needing what dressing no. helping room she's yeah. in. Like you don't need to do so that. So there there would be like you would be backstage you're in charge of making sure the routines get on and the kids are happy blah 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 and then you would have different people maybe in charge of different areas and they still might be a volunteer there might be a parent volunteer yeah. that has event management experience and they're yes. really keen um, to assist in any way they can but also in terms of key contacts I would say ensure that you have um, the information of uh, like whoever's in charge of the venue on the day because yes. little things pop up more quickly than you realize and it's important for them to be accessible yeah and we've been in venues where before like the venue we're at now is fantastic There's, they make themselves so present um they're really really helpful yeah and we've been in venues in the past where I literally spend more time running around trying to find the manager because they're always hiding in like a back room yeah trying not to work so mm -hmm. you know figure out and you know set your expectations with them as well now, in terms of backstage management, again, this is something we probably could do a whole other episode on, but I just want to um, talk about effective backstage management, including, you know, dressing rooms and props and performer lineup. So other than having that running order with the timestamps of the day, another thing that we have is sort of like our essential, like our running order, which has like the song name, the class name, a picture of their costume. It has 
um, any equipment that's required on the stage for acrobatics as well as props. And this is in a running order with the students' names, the side of the stage they start, starting on or off or any sort of lighting cues that we need to give. So it's essentially a like a running dock of the show and that is on the side and that would be the responsibility of, I guess, the stage Yep. coordinator or director now some venues might come with that for us um we run it but I for instance I put my husband he's always on the comms and he has the final go yeah only because I don't like to be attached to the wall I like to yeah. be able to run if or help a kid get changed yeah. or I, I just the stand you don't want to still just sit there and stay oh my god I die yeah so Kurt's in charge of that but basically he is just telling me to settle down. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, when, where's, the music, where's the music going? I just have a real thing about music not going quick enough. <laughs> it's best if Kurt is Yeah, there. Kurt is very calm. Kurt's a school teacher. He's very calm. Yeah. You know, um, but some venues would probably have that yeah. for you. So depending on that, having to think about the best way to uh, uh, have that going and what the process is will be from the, the dressing rooms as well. So, you know, we have you know three groups lining up behind stage and then when that next group goes it's sort of just like a constant flow the next group then there's someone who's in charge of the dressing room saying okay we need this group now we need this group now um and that's the flow that works best for us um there's other considerations to think about audience management how are you going to get people in and out you know how are you going to communicate your expectations safety and emergency preparedness like obviously this is something that you don't want to have to deal with but it's often you have to it crops up so something to consider and then thinking about the photographer and videographer coordination so even though again they're sort of running their own show it's so important to know that they're there and set up and ready to go because it can be quite stressful if you're wondering where they are um so often as well I set the parameters for them like when you're here if you can come and find me side stage I'd really appreciate just knowing you're here and ready to go yeah um that's something to consider as well and then you know in the lead up there's always um you know how, how you want your performance to feel in the day so this is something I would encourage you to talk to your team about and knowing maybe you as a studio owner are going to take you know two or five or ten minutes before the show and I always try and walk around and engage with the students and then, you know, do a little like pump up speech or a little group stretch or something beforehand um, to really make sure that everyone's on the same page and excited for the event ahead. Um, and then lastly as well, there's always going to be odd odd things that need to be followed up, whether someone needs to pick up a costume or swap or someone's running late because of X. So having someone in charge of like, I guess, a miscellaneous checklist and they're going to follow up those things for you um, is really, really, it can reduce some stress on the day and yeah. make you feel like you're not going to forget. I know there's so many things going on that you, it's often likely that you might forget. And then lastly, on the day, I would have an after event debrief and reflection. And this is something we sort of do naturally as a team. Yeah. Um, all come together, talk about what worked, what didn't, what we would do different next year, what we loved, what was funny, what was weird. Like there's so many elements that go into it but I think as quickly as possible having a bit of a debrief um and then so you know as well I feel like you get things off your chest yeah. um before you leave and have a big old sleep exactly that is the way to finish the night a good good nap yes. <laughs> a long nap um so that is a bit of uh behind the scenes on what I recommend going into your concert day checklist if you have any other things that you think are required mandatory you wouldn't be without be sure to let us know uh, so thank uh, thank you for joining me on the show today Mariah no worries and I look forward to speaking with you guys soon bye for now 
Thank you for listening to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.